0: Today's episode of the Mission Daily is brought to you by Jamf Now, the number one device management solution for all your company's Apple devices. To learn more about how Jamf Now can help you secure your Macs, iPads, or iPhones, head to jamf.com missiondaily mission daily to set up your first three devices for free. That's jamf.com slash mission daily or click on the link in the show notes. Today on The Mission Daily, we are excited to announce that The Story podcast was named by Apple in their Best of 2018 collection. We are beyond grateful and thankful to all of you, our listeners, for helping us achieve this great accomplishment. To celebrate, we are running the best episodes from the past seasons of The Story. Each episode of The Story lets you walk a mile in the shoes of a heroine or hero, and the person's identity is a mystery until the climax. These stories will give you a positive mindset shift and let you see how accessible greatness is. And what it looks like in the process. We hope you enjoy the very best of the story. Subscribe to future episodes and seasons today by visiting thestorypodcast.com.
1: This is the story of how a young man turned his suffering into one of the greatest novels ever written. Today's story is called Your Call to Adventure. He was born into poverty. By age 14, he had lost both of his parents. Left with only one brother, he was taken in by a local priest. The priest was a good man and taught the young boys the power of a disciplined, spiritual life. The boy's days were dark, and the faith that the future could be better than the past was the only thing that kept him going. The priest taught the boy's languages, and soon the boy was fascinated. It wasn't long before he had mastered Latin and Greek. Each day, the boy learned more. He would read for entire days on end. Next, he was writing his own stories. Then, he was creating his own languages. He would band together with his friends and practice speaking the mythical languages he had created. The young man's imagination was a fountainhead that inspired those around him. But all of that changed in 1914. A political leader named Franz Ferdinand, heir to the Austrian-Hungary throne, was assassinated. A month later, Germany declared war on Russia. Fear gripped the world. And soon, World War I was raging. Unlike many of his friends, the young man didn't join the military at the first chance. Instead, he went to Oxford to finish his degree and continue his study of languages. While he studied, he kept writing and inventing new stories and worlds. He loved his studies, but something was missing. He had spent his life in the safety of the church, of Oxford, and in the company of his small band of friends. The thing that was missing was direct experience in the real world. He had read about the world, but up until this point, he had been too fearful to venture into it. Was he a coward, he wondered? Was he brave enough to face and fight the evils that lay outside the safety of his small, peaceful community? He read the reports in the papers about the war. There was a wave of evil that was on the march. If this evil wasn't stopped, soon it would be at the gates of his small world. The young man joined the British Army as a second lieutenant and never looked back. He arrived on the Western Front just in time for the Somme Offensive. There, he discovered a new band of friends, and soon he was closer with them than any of his friends at home. They all had to bond quickly because the threat of death was constantly in the air. Four months in, he came down with a form of typhus called trench fever. Crippled by the illness that caused fevers, rashes, and migraines, he was sent back to England. During those first months home, he wrote letters to his friends. He was delighted each time he got a response, and felt a bit less guilty for leaving his friends to fight on their own. But the frequency of letters from his friends trickled to a stop. What replaced them was news of his friends' death. One after another, the news of their deaths arrived. It wasn't long before all of them had been killed. The man was diswrought and turned back to his books and writing to try to endure the madness of evil and war. Although his friends were now gone, he decided that their inspirations and souls must be placed into fiction. That fiction might be able to outlive them all. The young man's writing was more than a calling, it was a mission to give life to the memory of his fallen friends. After he recovered, he returned to academia as a professor. He took a position at Leeds College first, then, landed a new position at his alma mater, Oxford. There, he met new friends who were readers, writers, and veterans just like him. His wife that he had met when he joined the British Army was there as well. She supported him the entire time, and soon they had a happy family. Now, his stories weren't just for his fallen friends. They were designed to entertain and protect his children from the evils in the world. The teaching, research, and the exchange of ideas at Oxford invigorated him but grading exam papers was soul-crushing. One chilly evening while grading papers, he found himself staring out the window at a cold and bleak Oxford winter. He was seeking something beyond Oxford. Life has a funny way of bringing answers to those brave enough to seek them. The professor forced himself to return to the task at hand, grading papers. As he opened up a student's answer book and started reading, he looked through the pages and noticed that the student had left one page blank, Without even thinking, the professor wrote ten little words on the empty page. He leaned back in his chair, puffed on his pipe, and examined the words. They surprised him. They were the starting point that he needed for one of his stories. Like a bolt of lightning, he was back to writing his story, and new life was coursing through his veins. When he was finished, he rushed home to share the beginning of the tale with his children. That winter, he wrote like mad and he didn't stop until he had a finished manuscript of his book. When it was ready, he shared it with his group of writing friends and professors at Oxford. They called themselves the Inklings, and one of his best friends there named Clive encouraged him to submit his manuscript to a publisher. Months passed, and eventually a London publisher read the manuscript. The lady was intrigued and passed along the completed manuscript to the managing director. The man took it home and began reading it to his 10-year-old son. His son read the entire manuscript while his dad was at work. That 10-year-old boy became the first official fan of the epic tale. So what were those 10 words that came to mind that brought all of the man's imagination to bear on a single tale? They were, in a hole in the ground there lived, a hobbit. The man and veteran that wrote them was, of course, John Ronald Raul Tolkien. J.R.R. Tolkien, who went by Ronald among his friends brought the hero's journey to life like no other author before him his good friend clive that encouraged him to submit the manuscript was none other than cs lewis the two friends and fellow inklings had found their way to immortality through fiction but you might know them as bilbo and sam these characters would go on to inspire a generation of young people the tale would encourage them to leave the safety of the shire and go on adventures and fight evil in the real world that was the only way to become the type of person who one day could save the Shire if evil tried to attack. So if evil will be faced, fought, and overcome in the real world, we need heroes. Tolkien shows us a path where each of us can become a hero. It's not necessary for us to look like the heroes in movies or on TV. We don't have to be perfect or fearless, but we do have to be brave enough to face our fears and act anyways. We do have to be brave enough to face overwhelming odds and have faith that good will triumph over evil. So no matter how lost you feel sometimes or how trapped in the darkness you might be, there is always a way out. It is through that faith that you'll have the courage to put one foot in front of the other and keep going. When your journey gets dark, remember these immortal words of Tolkien. Still round the corner, there may wait a new road or a secret gate. And though I oft have passed them by, a day will come at last when I shall take the hidden paths that run west of the moon, east of the sun. Secrets, hidden paths, mentors, allies, amulets, await all of those who are brave enough to leave the Shire. So no matter how wonderful the safety of your Shire is at the moment, remember that it's not promised forever. Evil is alive and well in the world, and it is now on the march. You can choose to stay in comfort and pretend that evil will not eventually overtake or come to the gates of your shire. Or you can band together with your friends, go out into the world, and face, fight, and overcome evil in all its forms. That is the ultimate call to adventure. That's his story. What's yours going to be?
0: Hey, this is Ian from The Mission. I talked to Fortune 500 CIOs and IT visionaries about how much effort and energy they put into securing their devices. But they have teams of hundreds of IT professionals, an advantage that the average business doesn't have, until now. Jamf Now makes it easy to set up, manage, and protect your company's Apple devices. As your business grows, so does your digital inventory, making it harder to manage everyone's Apple devices. This is especially true If you have remote employees like we do at the mission with Jamf. Now you can check your digital inventory, distribute Wi-Fi and email settings, deploy apps, protect company data, or even lock and wipe a device as needed from anywhere. And all of this with no it experience needed. The mission daily listeners can start securing their businesses today by setting up their first three devices for free forever. Add more starting at just $2 a month per device. Create your free account today at jamf.com slash mission daily. That's J A M F.com slash mission daily. We love jamf and you will too.
1: Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.